Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Hasbunallah wa neem al-wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Wednesday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. We, the Kwekus, the Kukus, the Ukias, and the Kwakus, and all of us are happy that you spend time to pray with us and for us and to encourage us. I'm grateful. Please add our families to it. Yesterday, the local level elections happened, and the results on the ground will tell you how the people are beginning to be awake of the realities. The results on the ground will tell you how, no matter how you try to influence the people, they would look at the issues and look at the performances. The results on the ground will tell you how incumbent members of parliament and, and all of that who have deep pockets, who have connections, who try to sponsor candidates to, um, what do you call it, usurp the authority and the power of the people. Those are many different allegations from many different places and how the people decided against that. But then of key concern to me is the fact that the turnout was still low, even though if you do a comparative analysis, it's getting better, but it was still low. And the argument that has consistently been uh, put on the front banner, the fact that we should introduce partisan politics at the local level, is an argument that I will not support. Because we have MPP-fied and NDC-fied everything in this country where it becomes even difficult for you to have a very sane conversation with people without they politicizing them or sometimes taking offense that you are speaking the truth, but because you do not align with their political lineage and their political leanings, they, they think that, well, what you are saying is just anti-party. And that's a sad thing. How do you come to the center to develop if that is the mindset that we have? How do we come to the center to progress and become a Ghana beyond aid, not a Ghana beyond aid? How do we come to the center to stop being a nation that is consistently begging and embarrassing ourselves by being a good example of all things that are bad across the African continent? Countries that used to look up to us are now using us as a good example of everything that is bad. We must at least preserve a local governance structure. And there was, there's a reason when the grand architects of our local governance structure, the Professor Hoyce and, and the many other compatriots of his who sat around the table to say, this is what we want to do. There was a reason they decided that we should not politicize it. There's a reason. Has that reason suddenly become insignificant that we are in a haste to say that if we do not introduce politics into our local governance, partisan politics that it's into our local governance structure and the systems, then we will not have voter, um, voter apathy as we have now. We will have voter apathy because the Electoral Commission and the National Commission for Civic Education will go right back to sleep after these elections. 
They should make it a point to make it, uh, uh, you know, a year-long, maybe two-year-long, maybe a four-year period-long, you know, agenda to consistently educate the public. They should rope in the ISD and resource those institutions. We know what the electoral record has been since 1992. And yet we have refused to put our money where our mouth is because it benefits some people to keep the people consistently and persistently in the dark so we can manipulate them instead of managing them. And if you're a manager and all you do is to manipulate people and not manage them, you're a very bad and wicked manager. So our local governance is important, and we must make it so attractive that the brightest and best amongst all of us will get in there and use their brains and capacity to support. Of interest to me is the fact that at the local level elections, when you pick a form as for a unit committee or assembly member, they ask you your highest educational qualification. They ask you for that. Even for MPship, I'm not sure they do that. They only ask you of sound mind, you should have been of a certain age, resided in the constituency, la da da. But for that one, it tells you, that it puts a question to you to tell what your highest educational qualification is, what your profession is. That should tell you the weight that we have put on it. If we decide to put a proper weight on that thing, we would, we would, we will smile. Because we do not then have to centralize everything where procurement has to be done at a centralized point for books to be moved to people, for rice and food and other things to be moved to people. We could do that at the local level, knowing that we have the right pair of hands at every single department or in every single department, taking care of our, our, our agenda as a country. We must stop leaving local elections to, to just anybody. Because they are popular in the, in, in, the, in, the, in the locality, so then they get to lead. What are they bringing to the table? Those are the conversations we must have. That idea that we have to put a partisan tag on it is, is the laziest approach you can ever think about. It is the laziest, is the laziest, is the laziest we can think about. The, the other point is where you have members of parliament and politicians trying to fix their people at every single place. It's sad. So that if you don't belong to green or blue, then you, you, if you, depending on which electoral area it is, you are not able to, to, to shine because you don't subscribe to any political party. And yesterday I saw some stuff flying on social media where members of parliament were now sharing a list of electoral areas in their constituencies and who is NDC and who is MPP and who won which and who, who didn't win what. Well, what are we trying to achieve with that? Must everything be NDC and MPP in this country? So those who are not NDC or MPP, where do they go? What do they aspire for? What do they hope for? Please think about this carefully. You may have your political leanings. I don't care. I'm talking about Oman, Ghana. Ghana, man. That's what I'm talking about, Ghana. I don't care what your political leanings are. I'm talking about Ghana. Now, let's talk about the young man, and it says it is uh, uh, only Rasta can liberate the people. Yesterday, the results of Terry Maguire, Maguire, sorry, Maguire, not Maguire. Maguire is a movie I watched. Maguire. Yeah, put the results up for me. And he's not the only one. I've seen others also shine with eight A's, 
A1's excellent results. We all know the story. How this young man was frustrated even by the state. Even by the state. The state took a stance in it to go to court. Even by the state, the Republic of Ghana. But again, Rasta has won over Sakura Kose. Rasta has won over Sakura Kose. Even the state, the frustration that they put him through, it only had to take a strong will and proper guidance and mentorship for him to get to where he is. Now this is it, eight A's. He will forever be an Akra, he will forever be an Achimotan. Because Achimota also provided the platform for him. I mean, forget about the early days when some people were so um, stiff in their thinking that it is somebody's hair that could influence. And that's the that's kind of thinking that some of us have. But he will forever be an Achimota because Achimota gave him the environment to survive and thrive. I understand that he was drafted to the National Science and Math Quiz team. So he was giving the best of opportunity at Achimota School, and that was all he wanted. So now all those, those who said, don't put him there. And I had, I have had problems with some union leaders in this country because I spoke about it. I said at the time, you didn't have textbooks. You still don't have textbooks for your students. You are busy fighting Rasta fight. Now Rasta has triumphed over Sakura Kose. What do you do? This should be a lesson to all of us. So congratulations to him and to all the other young people who have aced their exams, who are making it to the university. We are grateful. Again, it should not just be about the statistics because now the conversation is being pushed out there with the statistics, statistics, statistics. It's good to mention statistics to say that, oh, because of free SHS, you have, a, you have more numbers enrolling because of free SHS. But then again, what is the quality? Achimota is standing up tall today because the parents would not come and report the headmaster or headmistress to the GES for them to be interdicted. And I've said this, I'll say it over and over again. Why has the headmistress of Achimota not been interdicted? Presec, Accra Academy, Addis Adel College, Infant Swim College, Wesley Girls. We know they collect monies from their teachers, their, their parents too, to fix things. Some are buying lawn mowers. Some are collecting money to do all manner of things in the interest of the children because the system has failed and they, they had to be innovative in trying to fix the problems. Then we look for the low-hanging fruits, schools that don't have strong, uh, what do you call it, old students' unions, and we deal with them. Go back and ask the parents of this boy and many others who ace their exams if they did not contribute anything out of their pocket to support the system to be able to deliver the excellent results we are seeing today. Because the school has a standard. Achimota has a standard. We must have this conversation in a very frank manner and stop the statistics that we keep throwing about. We must have a frank conversation. We are busy throwing the results about and the statistics. Meanwhile, the people who mark the WASI exams, we have not paid them. The people who mark the WASI exams that we are busy flaunting and busy talking about statistics, we have not paid them. ABNU. We have not paid the people who marked the scripts for us to have the statistics to come out here to be bragging with. Yet, we still are flaunting the statistics. So what will they and their families eat? Because usually they are paid before the results come out or it is done concurrently. The results are out. The children will go to school. What does the statistics look like? 
Uh, show me the video from us, West Africa Secondary School. The school uniforms are not in. I told you, exercise books are a problem. I told you. I told you. And then I also told you. Now, I'm going to show you. There are no desks in the, the Form 1. One of the Form 1 blocks that yesterday. There are no desks. There are no decks for the children. So for the past three weeks, this will be their third week. This is day three of week three. In two days, they will break for Christmas. So they have been in school. And you remember the first time they went to school because a lot of parents had not settled on what to do. Just pay attention to the video. A lot of parents had not paid attention to what was ongoing, right? And they, they were trying to get their children's school and, and all or to be in school and all of that. They said they were using the first week for orientation. Just look at the classroom. The classroom in which the children are supposed to learn. Just show them, show them. The classroom. It looked like a deserted Siberia war camp. The classroom. There are no desks. So they go to school. Your children go to school like that and in many other places. And they sit down like this. The whole day, the teachers come, they introduce themselves, they chit-chat with them, and go away because how are they going to learn? How are they going to learn? This is in a crowd. How are they going to learn? So we must stop the statistics. Nobody has said we should not applaud ourselves where we do better. Nobody has said that. I have always insisted that the free SHS policy is a good policy. It is the shambolic implementation of the policy, one. And number two, trying to put a plaster on gunshot wounds that has brought us where we are. Because we know what the issues are. But we refuse to deal with the issues because it will make us look bad. Then you ask yourself the bigger question. What kind of education are we giving to our children? We are training the next generation old. And somebody said, oh, maybe it's a conspiracy theory. The big people are training their children outside. And they are giving our own children to do the lowest quality that they can ever think about. So that in the next 10, 20, 15 years, you will have their children return from abroad and come and tell us that the performance has been stellar. And they will still be holding positions. And they will be ruling over our children and be leading them. Just like their fathers and their mothers have done. There are no deaths in the classroom as it is evident now. The name of the game is evident. We, we are not telling Kukwanasi stories without evidence. This is the game. Evidence is the name of the game. That's how we play here. There are no decks. The school uniforms are not in. And yet we will do statistics. We play statistics. That's why I asked, I asked my good friend Cassandra, I said, are the things in the school, the things are supposed to be in the school before the children turn up in the schools? Are the things there? They are not there. The things are not there in the schools. Now, the festive season is upon us. Ghana National Fire Service gave me a shocking information I'd like to share with you finally before we go. The Ghana National Fire Service. You know, around this period, they, told, they said that last year, around 25th and 26th, they had over 200 fires that they had to deal with. So they have started a caution and they're telling us to be very careful. Areas without fire stations. Taifa in Accra has no fire station. La Paz has no fire station. Dakuman has no fire station. Odoko has no fire station. 
East Legon has no fire station. Nanakrom has no fire station. Ashoma Estate, same. Sotum, same. Santa Maria, same. Achimota, same. Dom, same. Teshi, same. Oyarefa, same. Amrahia, same. Trasaku, same. Old Ashoman, same. Pantang, Oyibi, Ofanko, Tesano. These areas have no fire stations. What it means is that touch wood, if there should be a fire outbreak, they have to call a fire tender from elsewhere. And only God knows how long it will take. There are some of you who like to fight the fire service people. But the conversation is that their machines are old. They have to be replaced. Do we have a priority instead of disaster management and safety? Now, stations with broken equipment. Trade fair, the equipment is broken. Ministries, the equipment is broken. Medina, the equipment is broken. Adenta, in Sawam, STC, Ashaman, Weja, in Sawam, is broken. Then stations without appliance, Karade, that they don't have, but the stations exist. Amomole, and your favorite Kolibu teaching hospital. So if you live around Kolegono, you are in trouble. If you live around those peripheries, you are in trouble. Just pay attention to the list. It will help you to be very cautious because as it is now, the state doesn't care about you. And if your state doesn't care about you, you have to care about yourself. Tomorrow we'll have a conversation about this. But so, so look at it too. Let's start from Medina. Look at the list. Medina, all the way to about Dodoa, right? Even beyond that in Sawam. There's no, there's no fire. There's, the stations have broken equipment, though. It's a very, this is a very serious matter. It's a very, very, very serious matter. And it is not as if the machines, you can just go to Abosoka and Spepas and go and buy a part and go and fix it. Because these are custom made. So when they break down, they are broken down. They are supposed to be there for about five years. Now I think they have done more than 10 years and they are still running around for you. So when they come, know that the fire service people have come, but the state has refused to equip them. That's where we are now. Pay attention to this list. I said I was going to do a last issue, but I've been advised to, to talk about this one because we started a conversation here. Yesterday, an Accra court ruled that the National Communications Authority had wanted to disjoin in the suit that Onya FM and Onya TV had taken to the court to restrain the National Media Commission from moving to crack their whip, as it were, on Onya FM and Onya TV by shutting them down. Remember that they had written earlier to the Advertisers Association of Ghana asking them to cut the economic lines with them. So, but the court says no, NCA. Even though you say you have not taken any major step to enforce what NMC wants to do, you are a proper party in this matter because you were the one being used in, in, to scare the people and all of that. I'm just paraphrasing, not quoting verbatim. So you are a proper, a proper party to this matter. So the court says, NCA, you are part. You will join the NMC in this matter. And I've just brought you information from the court. But just so you know, in the meantime, the NMC has still not given Onia TV and Onia FM a right to be heard 
with all the allegations. And we do not as well know who reported to the NMC that A, B, C, and D was happening. Tomorrow, we will have a conversation. If you have not bought your ticket for All White yet, please call 053-1100927. 053-1100927 and 053-2200927. 053-2200927. It's happening next week, Thursday, La Palma Royal Beach, 7 p.m. sharp. You want to be there, be part of Active Society. Now is your chance to call me, 055 055- 9242717 and 0556910154 0559242717 0559240154 good morning Johnny's bite Johnny's bite on sunrise